Welcome to Wilhelm. I am your host, Ben Beck, and this week we bring you our first of two holiday specials before wrapping up the podcast for the year. And for our first special, this episode we will be revealing and discussing our choices for our top five favorite movie Santas. Uh, That's right. Many actors have taken up the mantle of Kris Kringle. Uh, But everyone has their favorite, and we're going to see if my guest and I this week share the same choice. Hopefully not, but we'll find out. Uh, And on that note, please help me welcome my guest. He is the host of the Field to Screen podcast. Welcome back, my friend, Alex Baelish. How are you? I'm good. Ho, ho, ho. You can't do a Christmas episode without ho, ho, ho in there. Well, we don't want too many of those, but yes, ho, 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 and I'm looking so forward to this. Um, I've been doing a lot of research, and I can't wait to uh, unveil our uh, top five. Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Initially, it was like when we were talking about doing this, we're like, well, we'll just do top three because then it's like, you know, it keeps the podcast relatively shorter. And just like any other topic, I'm like, no, there's enough. We can do a top five. Let's do a top five. Plus, you know... We're not talking movies. We're talking characters. So there's probably not going to be as much of a discussion into each one. Right. So I'm sure this conversation is going to be a little relatively shorter. I say that now until we run. And we'll probably be like two hours later. Two hours talking about Santa. (laughs) Exactly. Just talking about Santa. But it's fine. Uh, But it's that time of year. I love Christmas movies. It's um I highly recommend there's a bunch that I recommend every year, but I don't want to get too far into that because that's actually what the next the other Christmas special is going to be. It's okay. going to be the uh, the annual favorite Christmas movies episode. OK, um, just a little bit of housekeeping, though, before we get started, there, there's going to be um, some different happenings with the podcast into 2022, as I said on the Facebook page, which if you're not following You should, because that's where you'll get all the news for stuff like this. Starting, uh, actually, I was going to say starting in 2022, but it's actually starting this week. Uh, The Excuse me. The podcast will be going to a every other week release. So rather than every week, it'll be every other. So this week, so next week, there will not be a new episode of Wilhelm. Mm -hmm. That is actually mainly for scheduling, because I will be out of town. And then we'll have the annual favorite Christmas Christmas movies episode, which will actually fall on Christmas Eve this year, which Ooh. is very exciting. And then we're going to take a little break for a couple of weeks in getting into 2022. And then once we're in 2022, we will resume an every other week scheduling release um, for, for multiple reasons. One, to allow myself and my guests a little bit more time to prepare uh, and rewatch movies that we need to. And two, because I'm going to and start, I'm going to start incorporating listener feedback into the podcast. I'm going Ooh, to post be fun. I'm really looking forward to it because I I love the feedback I've gotten on the podcast. So many people have told me how great the podcast is and the format is very simple, but it's easy to listen to and it's fun. I uh, and I've gotten feedback from people, but I've never been able to take advantage of it. Like it's literally just been for me. Well, I I think the one, the one thing about feedback that's so great is with this format, everybody's got their top 
whatever. Exactly, exactly. And they also have their own view to everything. And I just think it's great that you're going to make that time for the listeners and have that kind of debate. Well, not only that, but I want to use feedback because I want to make listeners part of the show. So That's what it's all about. I, you know, so I'm going to announce at least a week ahead of time on the Facebook page and on Instagram what the episode, the upcoming episode is, where you can reach me to submit feedback. If you want to give me your top five, if you want to give me your top favorite, whatever it is. And I'm going to read those on the on the podcast, which is going to be a great way to incorporate the listeners actually into the show rather than just listening every week. Well, and that's it. I mean, that's what it's all about is talking good movies and talking good lists and uh, let's get into it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, on that note, let's get into Santa. That sounded way dirtier than I wanted it to. Uh, send your feedback to Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's, it's, it's phrasing. I need to practice it a little bit more. Um, so as always, neither Alex or myself have discussed or revealed our choices with each other ahead of time. I didn't want to influence his choices. He doesn't want to influence mine. Uh, so he doesn't know any of my choices for top five. I don't know any of his. And of course, there is always a chance for spoilers. So you have been warned. That said, let's dive into this. Top five favorite movie Santas. Now, this could be actual Kris Kringle. This could be mall Santa. This could be any portrayal of Santa Claus in a movie. Number five. What have you got? Well, I hope this classifies as one, but I'm going to go out on the limb on this because it's my favorite Christmas movie of all time. Uh-oh. And if it isn't, I have another one just in case. No, no. If, I, if- I love Boris Karloff as the Grinch. Oh, you and know I, know, I know it's kind of... It's kind of on the line because he does dress like Santa to take everything. So it's it's kind of not and it kind of is. But I just love the damn movie. I'm I'm going to count it. Thank uh, you. Because I have looked at a couple lists of top movie Santas. And just like our lists are going to be different. Every list that you find online has. It, it's something. It's, it's one of the most varied lists I have found online. Like if you look at like top 10 movies of all best movies of all time, the top five are usually the same, but they, exactly. they, they vary. I started looking at lists of top movie Santas. They are so varied. It's ridiculous. I've seen lists where their number one best was one of the worst. Right. On another. Another and I'm like, it's, it's such a different, like. Well, I think the problem is with with when it comes to Christmas, everybody has their own tradition, mm-hmm. and this is something my wife and I, uh, not argue about, but have a uh, healthy conversation about. You know, growing up, we have a lot of traditions in our family to the point that it 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 drives her nuts, but. Um, but when it comes to Santa, everything it's very personal to everybody. And absolutely. And and Christmas is just such a great time of year. I know with my daughter, she's six and she is in prime Santa mode. She won't even tell us what she wants for Christmas because she can only tell Santa, which is really kind of troubling. Challenging. challenging yeah. Um because <laughs> 
what she wants is I mean, because everybody because everybody knows that you're the one that's supposed to tell Santa. So how are you supposed to tell Santa if she won't tell you? Exactly. Right. And um, but that being said, you know, my number five is the Grinch because he's the best. He and like, and like I said, I'm going to count it because I it, on a couple of the lists that I did look at, the Grinch was listed. Exactly. Um, so. And that's why I was. That's why I prefaced it because I did see him on the list, but I didn't. And I'm not talking about the Jim Carrey one. I'm not talking about all the other ones. Those are too scary for me. I'm talking about the, you know, the old time cartoon slash movie with, um, you know, the the famous the famous uh, songs and everything. And I just love it. He's so mean and cruel and i get it it, it's just the best i mean and don't get me wrong i do like the jim carrey version of the i'm not a big fan of it i just it's just too much for me fair enough you know but um but um you know that's the thing about christmas everybody has their traditions and either you like something or you don't and the one thing about this list and i can't wait to hear the next week's or the week after's podcast when it comes to Christmas movies, it's, and we're not talking about it, but I mean, there's people that love certain movies and there's people that just can't stand certain oh, movies. I and- can, I, I can think of one movie that's going to be on my top five list in two weeks uh, that I get, I can almost 100% guarantee will not be on anybody else's list. Yeah, but I'm not it, a. It's subjective. It's completely subjective. Yeah, I mean, I, I and without, I mean, I, I don't want you to, you know, divulge anything. I'm not a big Christmas vacation person. It's just not for me. Um, but that I know. I, I, I know you probably movie. won't talk to me. I mean, no, no, there's no, certain parts I yeah, like. Podcast over. But I'm podcast just saying. Over. No, I'm just saying. Like, <laughs> there's just certain parts. I just, eh, you know, I like when it. he lights the lights, and at the end, it's funny, but it's just not, you know. Yeah, no, it's totally. not one of my favorites. I totally understand it. But and anyway, I, I you I know, no I, I just I just love the Grinch. My my grandmother, that was her favorite character because I think she was the Grinch at one point. But <laughs> um <laughs> but I say that I it, he he's just I've grown up with him my whole life and I just love the story and it just makes me it just it's just so funny how he he took everything from that house. And it He's the best, but he brings it back. I mean, and I know, I, I know, but I'm saying no. I'm saying that whole when he goes down and oh, it's just awesome. Oh, and the and but I mean the music too. The you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch is like it's a classic. It's, my my daughter sings it. Um, I hate to say it, she probably sings it almost all year round. Unfortunately, we have to hear that in Jingle Bells. She's not a halfway jingler. That's fine. That's yeah, halfway jingler. I like that. <laughs> all right. So, what is yours? My number five, I might get criticized for this one, but this is a Santa that I have always loved since I was, this movie came out when I was nine years old. So I've, I've grown up with this Santa. Uh, my number five is Douglas seal who plays Santa in earnest saves Christmas. <laughs> All right. It's not the greatest movie. It is Far from the greatest movie, but anybody who is a fan of the Ernest movies, the Ernest P. Worrell movies, right. Ernest Saves Christmas and Ernest Scared Stupid are the two favorites of anybody who is a fan of that character. 
And I just, I love this portrayal. I love Douglas Steele's portrayal of this character. He is a version of Santa who is on the verge of retiring. So he comes to Florida to recruit a beloved television actor to become the next Santa Claus. Mm -hmm. And people do not, including this actor, do not believe that he is Santa and he's there to recruit the next Santa Claus. So between people not believing who he is and his bag full of magic getting stolen by a teenage runaway and all these other problems that happen, Ernest has to come in and save Christmas, but there's still something just so genuine as ridiculous as the movie is in its antics the version of Santa stays traditional. He is right. a very jolly, happy, yet tired version of Santa Claus. And right. tired, understandably, because he's been doing it for hundreds of years, and now he's looking to retire and uh-huh. pass the mantle on to somebody else. And it's just, as like I said, as goofy as the movie can get, the one thing they do not touch is the image of Santa in this movie. And right. for that reason, I just, I love, I love that version. As bad as the movie is, I love that version of Santa Claus. So, and he has the look hey, of listen, Santa too. You know, it's funny because when I was doing my research, I did see that movie and I'm like, I, I don't remember seeing it or not seeing it. It's one of those, you either love it or you, you just don't remember it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, well, one of my, another all-time favorite that you have to watch every year in, in my house is Miracle on 34th Street. But um, the since they had two really good remake, I mean they had the original, and then they had the remake in 1994. Um, I'm a huge uh, Richard Attenborough fan, um, not from Jurassic Park, but <laughs> from one of my favorite movies of all time, which is um, The Great Escape. And oh, that's right. He was in The Great Escape. It's it's. If you ever if you ever want a good World War II movie, it's one of the best because it's got every single actor of its time of that time mm-hmm. in it. Um, but anyway, I mean, who can't believe that Richard Attenborough isn't Chris Kringle? And when he's on that stand, he is. I mean, I just get chilled up just thinking about it because he he just plays that 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 role, and he's so sweet and. That's just the way he is in every role that he plays. Um, and I just I just always go back to when he's on the stand and and he they're just grilling him and he turns the court and it's just amazing. That scene as well as the scene um when he's talking to Susan Walker or the I should say uh Mara Wilson, but Susan Mara Wilson, Walker yeah. uh, um and she tugs you know, on his beard. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and it's just it, she's such a cynic, and it's just ah, oh, it, it, it's growing up in in New Jersey slash New York City, you know, going into New York and seeing the lights. It's just that's what it's all about, you know. And, and that and that movie has an amazing cast too. I mean, it's the the nineteen ninety four version of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street is one of those ones that oh, when I was looking at these different top ten lists, it fell in best for some, and it fell in worst. Absolutely. Oh, really? Yeah. Because well, I mean, because there are some people that like they're so attached 
to that 1947 version that they don't want to accept another a remade version of that. You know, Chris like, Kringle. I mean, come on, Richard Attenborough is just like. Well, I mean, I mean he's, a, a, he's a he's a Hollywood legend, but I understand. I mean, I I kind of felt the same way when it first came out, but after you watch it a couple thousand times on you know TBS or whatever it is, it yeah. kind of grows on you. Yeah. No, I mean, I mean, but I do. I have come to to learn to really like it, and I think you know. All, all the all the actors in it just make it fun. And that's what I mean. Like, you look at the cast that was in that movie, too. Dylan McDermott, Elizabeth Perkins. Um, you know, you mentioned Mara Wilson, Mary McCormick. Um, oh, man, what is his name? He's he, J.T. Walsh. He, no, no. Well, J.T. Walsh was in the movie as well, but he's the judge. Um, oh, uh, Robert. Uh, Robert Prosky. Yes. Yes. Um, who? Yeah. Who's been in a bunch of other great movies mm-hmm. as well. It's just yeah, it it just has a phenomenal it's fun. cast. That's all it is. It's just fun, and that's yeah. what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Um, funny enough that you made that your number four because my number four is actually Edmund Edmund Gwen, who Edmund Gwen who played Chris Kringle in the nineteen forty seven version of Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Uh, the nineteen ninety four version is in my honorable mentions, and I do absolutely adore that movie. And I find no fault in Richard Attenborough's version of Chris Kringle. But when I look at the two, I kind of have to put the original slightly ahead. Because, you know, it to me, the idea of a man who firmly believes he is Chris Kringle and fighting the court on the idea of it, I think was portrayed a little better by Edmund than it was by Richard Richard had the look and the behavior and the mannerisms of Santa. I would have absolutely believed he was the real Santa Claus. Right. But the same thing with Edmund Gwen too. Like it's just, he's, he was just another absolutely amazing version of Santa that I just, that classic, that original 1947 version of Miracle on 34th street just slightly has the edge to me on the 94, Mm -hmm. but I do enjoy the 94 very much. And I think I've seen the 94 version three times for every one I've watched the, the original 47. Mm-hmm. So uh, number three, where do you fall? Number three. Um, well, this is multiple Santas for this movie. Okay. And you'll understand once you know the movie and that's Arthur Christmas. I've never you've seen got, it. You know, you've got Santa Claus. You've got the the father of Santa Claus who's still around, which has to be he's awesome because he ends up taking the sleigh with the reindeer and they go with Arthur out there. And um, I just love all the Santas in that. I'm lumping them all together because I can. Um, and, and I just love that whole story in terms of Arthur being the um, the one that cares and loves Christmas so much that he uh, he ends up winning the heart of Santa, so to speak. Even though his, his brother Steve is the uh, the military mind when it comes to Santa um, in terms of getting everything done. But, you know, I you know Bill, Bill Knightley, who um, Bill Knight. is from Harry Potter and a whole bunch of other things um, with Santa Claus, and he does an excellent job being Santa Claus. But I love him and his father, uh, 
Well, no, I you I, you have him a little confused because I'm looking at the cast now. Bill Nye is actually the Grand Santa. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Um, okay, and Jim Broadbent is Santa. Okay, I'm sorry. I get I got him switched. Yeah. Um, but either way, they're they're two both, amazing I, actors. I mean, like it, that's why trying to trying to uh, decide between them. I just, I'm lumping them the whole the whole movie together, which I know isn't it's not a Christmas movie, but I mean it's a Christmas movie list, but I'm just lumping both of them together because they I, were just both awesome. I am looking at the cast of this movie. The voice acting cast of this movie is phenomenal. I know, and I've never seen it, but I mean, and I'm going to have to add it to my list this year. But you have James McAvoy, Jim Broadbent, Bill Nye, Hugh Laurie, Laura yep. Linney, Eva Longoria, Michael Palin, Joan Cusack, Robbie Coltrane. Reese Darby, who I've had on my other podcast, and he's an amazing actor. Andy Serkis. It's a, a phenomenal cast. I mean, it's great. And and who's Mrs. Claus? Our favorite, our favorite. Uh, um, oh, Imelda uh, Staunton. Our favorite. Uh, our favorite Hogwarts, Dark Against uh, the Dark Arts teacher. Uh, our defense against the Dark Arts. I, I just I just love. Um, there's always a, a meme that goes around for Mother's Day. And it's got all the Harry Potter moms. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. And then it gets there and they're like, no. Not, not you. <laughs> Still not, yep. not yet. Or something like that. Yeah. I'm going to have um, to. Yeah, no, it's, to- it's such a great cast. And and it, they they really, I really believe, I mean, and you talk about Christmas movies and how it really is hard to kind of break a new Christmas movie in. But after seeing that, I'm like, I am all in with this movie. And it's, it's on the list. Nice. It's on the list for me. Nice. That's a good choice. I, I I've never seen the movie, but I'm gonna add, definitely add it to my list of of movies to watch this uh this December, this month. Okay. What's your next one? My number three is one that when I first heard this actor was portraying Santa, I remember thinking like, okay, like this is a stretch. Don't see this happening. And then I watched the movie, and I realized it's like. That was one of the best portrayals of Santa I have ever seen. And that is Kurt Russell in the Christmas Chronicles. He is. I did not expect him to be as great of a Santa Claus as he was. I know. And I know how much you love this. And and I remember last year when you when we were talking about different movies and you're like, you have to see this movie. Yeah. And then they came out with the second one and it's, it's, it's a great movie. Yeah. And I've, and I've, and I've still never seen the second one. Like I need that. Oh, no? on, it's on my list to watch this month, but I, I remember being so excited when they announced that they were making a sequel. And I was like, yes, I want to see more of Kurt Russell as Santa. And and again, we mentioned spoilers at the top, but one of the best parts of seeing the original movie was, you know, having him portraying Santa as the entire movie. Mm-hmm. And then the movie wraps up with him returning to the North Pole. And right. who is Mrs. Claus? But Goldie Hawn, his real life wife. And it's like it's it was perfect. Like it made it so much more real. And then I know she's a bigger character in in the sequel. Right. Um, And then so. Following this movie, there was a news article that came out of an interview with Kurt Russell. Okay. And, you know, this is fought like Christmas Chronicles followed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 and, you know, a couple of other uh, films. He hasn't done anything since 
Christmas Chronicles and Christmas Chronicles 2. They're the only movies he has made in the past couple of years. And it's because he said in an interview, he's pretty much he's pretty much retired at this point from acting, which kind of saddened me. And then he continues in the interview with saying, except to play Santa. He said he has he will continue to play Santa as long as they ask him to do it. I'm going to tell you, I love Kurt Russell and he. He's such he's that old time actor, kid actor that made the transition. He's been a Disney kid pretty much his whole life. And, you know, for us, he's like that, that, that Fred Astaire, uh, you you know, he's, he's a treasure and I, I love whatever he does. And I know how much you love this movie and I actually watched it because of you. Um, no, <laughs> did just, you, you did know, you enjoy it though? Kurt Russell, question. I'm saying when you think Kurt Russell, you don't really think Santa Claus. No, not but at all. You know what? Um, hopefully he'll rescind what he's going to do and maybe do at least some voice acting. But um, you know, it, that was a great movie, and I'm, well, I'm really glad you put it on the list. And that was, and I, again, I recommend it to anybody who who wants a good Christmas movie, and. Again, when I heard that interview that he said he was pretty much retired, I was like, oh, well, that sucks because I like Kurt Russell. I like what he does. And then he said, except for playing Santa. I'm like, you know, I'm okay with that. Give us another Santa. Give us another portrayal of Santa like every year or two. And I'm fine. Yeah. Because I love him in that role. Yep. He's already grown into it. (laughs) He looks fantastic as Santa Claus. Oh, I know. He's got the huge beard and like, uh, he looks so good. It's just, it's, it's, ah. So, yeah. um, but so number, uh, number two for you, number two. Well, I, I happened to do a binge watch with, uh, it started out with my family and then I lost my daughter to the first one. And then I lost my wife to sleep to the second one. And then I watched the third one. I already know where you're is, going. That's Tim <laughs> Allen. Yep. And, and I got to say, He's awesome. We're just going to put it. I'm, I'm just going to put it out there right now. He is also my number two. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, he's awesome. And what I love about those movies are they get better every year, every mm. every movie. Mm. Meaning this, I, I, I at least I think so. Um, I think I the disagree. third one. I think the third one's great because it, it it it. Yes, is it a little kooky and whatever else? But anytime you get Martin Short, I mean, it, it's just awesome. What I love about the the movies is they kept the original cast, and I think that has a lot to do with the way Tim Allen plays off of everybody. Um, I love how he changed over time, and um, how he grew into Santa. Figuratively mm. and literally, uh, I I do love that and and that third one where he he marries and they have the baby. I just uh, it's just it's all good stuff. I mean, it, the whole thing. Um, it's just one. He's just it really is a heartwarming Santa. I mean, no, there's just no I, other way to say it. Yeah, and I agree with you. Like I, I again, Tim Allen is also my number two, and he's another one. You know, you look at the 
there was almost 10 years between the first and second movie. It was eight years because the first movie was 94. Second movie was 2002. And then there was four years into before 2006. And I feel like, honestly, they kind of rushed into the third movie a little bit. Okay. Even even four years, like to say four years was rushed, like I, I is not saying a lot. But I feel like they could have put a little more time into developing that that third one. Um, I agree with you. Add Martin short to almost anything and you elevated a level because yes. he is just, I know he's not everybody's cup of tea, but I, I love Martin. Oh, short. anytime I can get some Martin short, you just sign me up, you know, and you, you add him in. I know like what Jason and I talked about this when we did the Steve Martin episode a couple weeks ago. And I think Steve Martin is, or Martin short is one of those ones for Jason where he's kind of like hit or miss uh, right. with Martin short leaning more towards miss and i like you look at like three amigos only murders in the building and santa claus three father of the bride like you add him into anything and it elevates it a level absolutely i the order of move the order of these movies that i enjoy would actually go two one three okay i i love the first one because it is the original it's when he first becomes santa claus but to me seeing him in the beginning of the movie already a Santa for the second movie. Right. Into meeting Elizabeth Mitchell's character to bring her on as the bride and, you know, marrying her by the end. And the whole idea of a toy Santa Claus taking over the North Pole while he's away and, you know, getting to see him as both um, Santa Claus and um, Scott Calvin you know, right. seeing revert to Tim Allen again. And th- to me, there's a little bit more magic in the second movie. Not okay. and not even to be literal, because there is magic in the second. No, movie. I get it. No, I, I understand what you mean. But there's a little more like Christmas magic in the in the second movie. And, you know, introducing your right, keeping Judge Reinhold in the movie. And I forget the actress that plays. Um, right. I can't think of order Scott's ex-wife and. um you know, but then, you know, in addition to Santa and the toy Santa, you get the tooth fairy, you get father time, you get mother nature, like you get all these Easter bunny, um, Sandman, you get, I, see, I love all, all that. Yeah, that was great. Um, and they become part of the story. And mm-hmm. to me, the second movie stands out a little bit more than the original. The third one to me just felt like it needed a little more development. Time. Okay. But Tim Allen is fantastic in all three. Oh, yeah. I mean, please. He, he's, he's got the voice. He's got the comedic. Uh, he knows how to always hit his marks. and He's got the he timing, yeah. Things. I mean, the best part of all the movies is the end with all the, take out, the outtakes. Mm-hmm. He, you know, um, it, it just doesn't get any better than that. So um, I mean, and you're talking about, you mentioned it with Kurt Russell about how he's a Disney guy. Tim Allen's the same way. I mean, you've got Santa Claus and Buzz Lightyear, like two huge roles for Tim Allen when it comes to Disney. Absolutely. Absolutely. Disney put a lot of trust in him and actually Home Improvement because Home Improvement was a touchstone picture production, which was owned by Disney. Absolutely. So that, you know, if you ever get a chance, I don't know if you saw it. um, I think the E-Network did a whole thing on how Home Improvement became a show and it was kind of sketchy there for a while. Oh, and Home Improvement is still to this day my all-time favorite sitcom. 
Really? Above, above Friends, above Seinfeld, above um, The Office and Parks and Rec, which I love those shows. Home Improvement still to this day is my all-time favorite sitcom. I love. Oh, that I mean, show. it's a great. I mean, it's a great show. Yeah, I mean, and, and what's what's really neat is how like they they really did. He really pushed for um, what's his name to not be shown. Oh, Wilson. And, yeah, and and it you know nobody believed in him on that, and it turned out to be a genius thing. And um, it's not that it saved the show, but it was one of the best parts of the show. Was that yeah. were those talks? So. I, um, I will say that I am friends with somebody who actually was Tim Allen's assistant for a while. Right. Um, and she's still in contact with him. And we have been trying for about three years now to get Tim on my podcast, my other well, podcast, not this one. Yeah. Spotlight. Fingers crossed. Hey. Eventually it happens. It will happen. Because I I'm mean, a huge fan know. of his. So. And I have the connection. It's just a matter of, you know, the pandemic hit and then Last Man Standing went back and wrapped up that show. And now he's working with Richard Carn again on another um, like docuseries and or some kind of competition series involving well, home improvements and stuff. So it's he's still staying busy, which is great for him. Well, um, the, the, good, the good thing is you just keep throwing it out there and, you know. It's going to come back, you know, all that, all that good um, energy is going to come back and you'll get them eventually. Hopefully. But yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Number two, Tim Allen in the Santa Claus movies, just phenomenal. Great. Great. Absolutely. Where Um, do you stand on your number one? There's only one movie to me and you already talked about it and Mm. Miracle on 34th street, the original. Okay. That's, that's it. I mean, it, it, it stops and ends there with me. I mean, you get Natalie Wood. Um, you know, the whole cast is just star-studded. But again, I love that movie, so it doesn't it doesn't really matter who's who's in it. Um, but the original is is the best to me, and um, you know, when it comes to Santa's, it doesn't. It, he is Santa Claus. Him and him and um Richard Attenborough. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I couldn't think of his big 50 cent name. Um him and R- Richard Attenborough are the best and I just I just love the movie. So, um I, I, he just looks so much damn like if there was a Santa, he would be it. <laughs> it yeah, I I agree with you. Like again, I mentioned it already cuz it was in earlier in my top 5. It's just it's a it's a classic to me. I right. mean, it's I mean, just, it just doesn't get any better than that. And and Natalie Wood was again she was just so cynical and so, I mean, and, and he just charmed her and that's what I love about him. And when he was talking, I think it was in German to the kid and oh, it was just, oh God, it was just awesome. Um, so yeah, that's my number one. Cool. <laughs> we already talked about it. So it's not like it's a, a, a big, uh, play to get you to think it's a good movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, all right. Which brings me to my number one. And, you know, just like for you, how 1947 Miracle on 34th Street was the one you immediately went to. My number one is the same as in it is the one movie that when you ask me who is my Santa, it's the one I go to. And that is and this is a movie I'm not sure if you've seen because I don't think as many people have seen this movie as they should have. <laughs> um, 
but it's David Huddleston from Santa Claus, the movie. Oh. And this is a movie from 1985 um, with David Huddleston, Dudley Moore, John Lithgow. It is. I mean, I was six years old when this movie came out. So this was probably my first oldest recollection of Santa. I can remember, which is probably why it is stuck out in my head. Like it is when you ask me who was my Santa. He's the first one I picture, probably because it's the oldest one I can remember. So it left an impression on me. And this is a great movie. And I do remember this movie. Okay, so you have seen the movie. Oh, no, I've seen it several times. And it's one of those things. It was either going to be number one or it was going to be off the list. And I know that sounds kind of a weird thing, but, you know, it's one of those you forgot. You know, I really forgot about it. Mm -hmm. Um, But like you said, it is a great Santa movie. Oh, man. And I think it's like you said, it's one of those movies that people tend to forget about. It's a movie that kind of slides under the radar. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like I've had people being the movie buff that I am, like I've had people like ask me what Christmas movie should I show my kids? This is always the first one I recommend because it mm-hmm. is a total kids movie mm-hmm. with, with the exception of the fact that John Lithgow kidnapped somebody oh, um, yeah. and there are candy canes that explode. Um, but I mean, David Hiddleston is amazing as Santa Claus and a very mm-hmm. traditional santa claus like this is like i mean and when i say traditional i mean the point of storytelling like the story the traditional story of santa is what this movie bases its portrayal of santa on he existed before he became santa he was a woodworker he gave toys to children before he ended up traveling the world in a sleigh like this is the traditional story of santa claus told about this movie but then you throw in John Lithgow is BZ, who is just fantastic as the villain of the movie. Dudley Moore is amazing as Patch, one of the elves. It's such a heartwarming story that I got like I just I, I love this movie so much. That's and great. I mean, and it's you know, and that's what's great about these lists. There's no one thing, it's what you feel at that time and you know, looking at your face right now, it just it lightens up your face. And mm-hmm. that's that's the best part. That's I, just, what it's all about. Just talking about it makes me want to watch the movie again. Exactly. And that's it what could, it's supposed to do. And that's what movies do. And it is a movie that I watch every Christmas, every Christmas, right. because it may it is the one movie. And parents, if you have your kids listening to the podcast, I'm going to recommend you plug their ears for the next 30 seconds to a minute. Um. It is the one movie that still keeps me believing in Santa Claus. Absolutely. Because it makes me feel like Santa still exists. Well, Santa always exists. It's just a matter of knowing where to find him. And you know what? I'm I'm just going to make this point right now. I am 42 years old. I just turned 42 less than a month ago. I'm going to put this out there right now. Not in the person, but in the idea, I still believe in Santa. I still totally believe in Santa Claus. I think I think the magic of Santa still and always has existed. Absolutely. So that's what it's all about. Yep, exactly. Uh, But great number ones. There was a couple that we shared, but, you know, Mm -hmm. it's totally fine. I knew there were some that we were going to. Right. Um, But I do have a couple honorable mentions, as I'm sure 
You yeah, do. I've got a couple. I've got a couple as well. Um, why don't you throw one of your honorable mentions at me? Um, well, one of my one of my first honorable mentions and oh wait is again we it's those classic and I don't want to say it's a movie more than it is a show. Um, Santa Claus is coming to town, the 1970 version. Okay, I believe you had Fred Astaire, uh, Mickey Rooney, and. Uh, Keenan Wayne uh Wynn, I'm sorry. Um and this is when he's the young the young Chris Kringle mm-hmm. just starting out and just starting to find his lists and and the whole the whole uh becoming Santa. I I love that. I love Santa Claus coming to town and it's just one of my favorite animal mentions. Yeah, I, I get it. On, and on the same note, one of my honorable mentions is Stan Francis, who plays Santa and Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Oh, yeah. I just, that's another, uh, another great version of Santa that I just adore. I always have as a kid, and I still do to this day. It, it's, a, it's a TV special, but it, it counts. Right. It absolutely counts, just like Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, uh, what's another one on your list? I got to find his name. Uh the Santa, the Santa that was in a Christmas story, Jeff Gillen. Yes. Yep. I mean, I also in my honorable mentions. <laughs> we all know he only has three lines or a couple of lines in the thing, but the best one is "Ho, ho, ho!" <laughs> no. We'll shoot your I mean, eye out, kid. Exactly. I mean <laughs> that 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 part is is classic. Oh, the whole scene is just a nightmare. Um, <laughs> it makes you never want to go to a mall to go see Santa. And it, but you know what? Like the beauty of that scene is that when you're a kid and you watch that scene, it scares you. You're like, Oh my God, Santa's horrible. Like he's booting this kid to the face and like everything. And, and then as you grow to an adult, you're like, there's nothing wrong with the scene at all. No, I know there's nothing. Well, wrong. The with best part is they, they wanted to go see Santa by themselves. Mm hmm. I mean, it's just, it's too much. Like, you can't I, make it up. I love it, though. I'm glad you brought that one up, because that was yeah. also in my honorable mentions. Uh, another honorable mention by me, he is one of the nicest men in Hollywood, but Tom Hanks portraying Santa Claus in the Polar Express. It's yeah. just, I love that movie. It's not a Santa movie, um, because no. Santa doesn't come in until the end. Uh, but you figure you're going to the North Pole. He's bound to show up. And right. Tom Hanks just playing multiple characters in that movie. One of them being Santa Claus. I just I love that portrayal. It's great. Um, yeah, just another one. Ed Asner. We all know in Elf. Yup. Um, not much you can really say except he kills it in everything that he did. And, you know, nothing, nothing uh, short of hysterical. <laughs> There's just nothing else to say. I'm going to be completely honest with you, and this might be a little uh, controversial. I love oh. Elf. I love Will Ferrell and his portrayal of Buddy the Elf. Ed Asner as Santa is my favorite part of that movie. Oh, it's really? not It's not Buddy. It's it's Ed Asner as Santa. Hmm. I think his portrayal of Santa overshadows Will Ferrell as Buddy the Elf. Wow. Yep. I think it's fantastic. Statement there. I think it's fantastic. Um, on the note of famous actors playing Santa Claus, uh, another honorable mention by me, Paul Giamatti and Fred Claus. Yep. <laughs> uh, that, that's a, that he's, he's great. 
I I think that is another very underrated Christmas movie. I think it's just a lot of fun. Right. So it is. I mean, it, there's a lot to it. I mean, and, you know, it's good cast. Um, Vince Vaughn does a great job. And I mean, it's know. a little it's a little cringeworthy now with with uh, Kevin Spacey. But yeah, well, you know, we it is try not to talk about that. <laughs> Any others on your list? Um, this is like a real reach. Um, but Lloyd Bridges in the nick of time. I don't, hmm. it's an old, I mean, but because he's like stately, I know everybody thinks of him as, you know, that wacky guy, um, from airplane movies and stuff like that. He, he was great. I mean, I, I saw it a couple times when I was a kid, but, um, you know, I just always, when you think of Santa, not that I always think of him, but it was just one of those movies that when I was doing my research for it, I'm like, oh yeah, it was kind of a neat little movie. Um, uh, yeah. So if you ever get a chance to see that, it's called In the Nick of Time. Yeah. I've never seen it. I'm going to have to check yeah. it out. Yeah. Something different. I have one more on my list. Sure. Uh, and that is, again, this might be a little bit of a reach. <laughs> this is the first reach I've made uh, on this episode. Billy Bob Thornton, Bad Santa. I was wondering if you're going to put him on there. He is, again, not a movie for kids at all. But I just, I love this movie. And as much as I love the movie, I've never seen Bad or Santa yet. I have, oh, or really? Bad Santa, Bad Santa too. Yeah. Right. I, I haven't seen that movie yet. I want to, I just haven't done it yet. Yeah. Well, you got a lot on your list. Oh, God, do I ever. I mean, uh, you know. Yeah. Any others, on, any other honorable mentions on your list? You know, it, not really. I'm just, I'm just looking. Um, now, I mean, I have to say, there's a lot of great actors. There's a lot of great Santas out there. <laughs> um, but I think we covered the majority of them. And I think when it comes to Christmas, you know, there's only a couple of names that, that rise to the top. And I think we covered all of them. Yeah, I agree. Um, interesting question. I'm just going to throw out there. Sure. Any actors who have yet to play Santa that you think might do a good job? Um, it's an interesting again, it's an interesting question because it, it poses some thought. Right. I think and I know I should know the guy's name. Uh, the gentleman that played Hagrid. Oh, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Colt, yep. Yeah. I think he would be a, a pretty good Santa. Um, Robbie Coltrane would actually be a really good Santa. Hey, you know, I we need to make this happen. This um this portrayal was not in a movie, which is why I did not include it. Uh however, Nick Frost from okay. Shaun of the Dead actually yeah. played Santa in an episode of Doctor Who. Oh, there you and go. he was fantastic. Was that the tangerine episode? Tangerine. Santa, we don't want the tangerines. I don't remember. It was one of the oh, Christmas. Okay. It was one of the Christmas specials. Okay. Of Doctor Who. Um, but he was, yeah, he was uh fantastic. As I was uh, trying to think if there's anybody that. else that we could think of that would be um worthy of the the big man's coat. Yeah, it takes some thought, you know. Um because you, you really have to you have to put some a lot of Backing well, you have to go with, is it the person that's going to be the 
older stately person or the younger kind of almost spryish person. I mean, you know, to a point you could sit, you could, you could uh, have our favorite soccer coach maybe do it if it was in the right sense. Ted Lasso. Oh um, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, he could pull it off. I would, I would like to see Michael Keaton play Santa. That would be an interesting one. Yeah. That would be a very interesting one. Um, I'd like to, I'd like to see that happen. Um, no, nope. I just figured it out. I just oh. figured out my number one choice for actor. I would like to see play Santa. My spirit guide himself, also known as Ron Swanson, Nick Offerman. Oh, there you go. That's a good. That's. A really I'd good love thing. to see Nick Offerman play Santa. There you go. Uh, well, one final question before we we, sure. we wrap things up before we start to to roll out of here. Any Christmas movies that have just recently come out that you would like to recommend to people? So, like, I'd say, like, last five years. Oh, in the last five years. Oh, geez. Um, I know. I didn't tell you any of these questions. I, 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 so it's, I, it's fine if you don't, because I have I, one. I do have one. I just don't know what it is right now. And I, I you put me on the spot because I just haven't really – I got nothing right now. Okay. And what's yours? Because I know, I, I know you – I, I just recently gave a new Christmas, brand new, just came out this year, a brand new Christmas movie to watch. Didn't know what to expect, thought it looked good, and ended up absolutely loving it. So it is my recommendation for this week. Uh, if you get the chance, it is currently on HBO Max, watch 8-Bit Christmas with oh, Neil Patrick Harris. It is so well done. And Steve Zahn, as the father, kills it. Mm -hmm. He kills that role. I figured and, you and were anything with Neil Patrick Noel. Well, I mean, I do love me some Anna Kendrick. I mean, you know, uh, come on. But uh, I, I actually mean, have not seen that movie yet. Really? I figured yeah. you would have seen it on uh, on some a time. channel of some kind. Yeah. Nope, um, I, I have not seen it yet. No, I'm just trying to think now that you, you mention it. I mean, right now. All I've been watching is Disney Christmases, whether it's Beauty and the Beast to to uh, Mickey Mouse to whatever. I get that's, it. That's that's you what have a we, young kid. We, yeah, I mean it's it, that's all the fun stuff right now. And yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I was just I'm just trying to think of you know I can't think of anything current right now. No, that's totally fine. Um, so what's going on with uh, Field to Screen right now? You still just still in hiatus for the moment. Correct? Yeah, we're still in hiatus. I was talking to you about this off uh, right before. Um, I have a couple of episodes that we need to edit, and then we're either going to keep going with that or we're going to maybe change the format a little bit, um, offer some different different uh, types of movies. But the, the plan is to get back up and running. I know I keep saying that every time I come on, but uh, we're going to try to – keep get back up and running um because you keep uh i keep edging keep, edu keep urging you to get back to it and and i really appreciate that because you've been very very helpful on this um and i do love podcasting it's just uh 
finding the time, the energy and everything else when you're trying to get everything done. But yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that we can get those. I think we have three episodes in the can that we got to get out and then we'll start up. I think we might even be doing what you're doing, which is maybe not every week, but kind of every other week or twice a month so that we have time to um, just do more uh, with these movies. And, cool. um, but yeah, I'm really looking forward to the next season and we'll see what happens. Cool. Awesome. Uh, so as for this podcast, as I always mention at the end, uh, if you like what you hear, be sure to leave a review of the show on Apple podcasts or whatever platform you're listening on. The, the more reviews, the more I'm able to do with the show, the more it helps me out. So those reviews are incredibly helpful. Uh, also be sure to follow Wilhelm on social media, like Facebook at facebook.com slash the Wilhelm podcast. And of course on Instagram at the Wilhelm pod. Lastly, you can reach out to me directly at the Wilhelm podcast at gmail.com for any feedback or recommendations on anything you'd like to hear covered on this podcast. And I just thought of this. I'm going to throw this out there now. In two weeks is the holiday annual episode that will launch on Christmas Eve, which is top five favorite holiday films. I'm not going to wait until 2022 to start accepting feedback. I'm going to do it next. I'm going to do it next episode. All right. Why wait? I'm going to do it Why next wait? episode. So. If you would like to leave feedback to be read on the podcast of what your favorite holiday movies are, like, tell me what is the one movie you watch every year? What is your favorite movie to watch? Give me your top three. Give me your top five. Whatever it is, leave me feedback and do that by either messaging me at on the Facebook page, facebook.com slash the Wilhelm podcast, or email me directly, the Wilhelm podcast at gmail.com and let me know. And the feedback that we get between now and then, if any, people might not be prepared to do it yet. But if we do, I will read it on the Christmas Eve. The the uh, I will read it on the annual Christmas episode this year. That's awesome. So you have I'm going to say you have about a week to get those recommendations in because I'm probably going to record that. It's going to launch. It's going to post on Christmas Eve, but it's going to be recorded a couple of days before. So I'm going to say by. A week before Christmas Eve, which would be, let me look at the calendar just so I can make sure. So get, we know what date it really get is. Get that feedback into me by Friday. No, Sunday the 19th. There you go. That'll be the deadline for the for the feedback for the Christmas Eve episode. Um, well, I, I hope I hope the listeners uh, do send you a lot of great feedback and more importantly, I hope they find. I hopefully you get a lot of different answers because that's so. what it's all about and why. You, you know that's the that's the reason. I you know like you were saying about um, that first Christmas movie, uh, Santa Claus movie. You know everybody's got their their um, their thing. Yeah. You know I have Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. You have you have that, and and it's just great because people people have their list, and that's what this podcast is all about. And that's what's so exciting. That's why I love every time you say, hey, listen, we need somebody. I'm always here for you because it's just a lot of fun to kind of see what other people think about the same topic. You you have stepped up to do episodes even for movies you've never seen. No, that's not true. <laughs> I've seen every movie ever made. I know. I know. When we did the last night in Soho review episode, you were, yes, like, oh, I did. I, just you were like, oh, I can come on. And I was like, you've seen the movie? You're like, Oh, oh God, no, oh, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> I, like, I just oh, want to talk. How do I mean, you come expect? on? Let's go. And that's I, mean, the, I can talk. And that's going to be the cool thing about the new format going in next year, too, is that I will be releasing episodes every two weeks 
of the traditional top five format. However, there will be bonus episodes sprinkled in from time to time of reviews of new movies. And that's great. I mean, so, I think that's that's what's going to be fun. And uh, I look forward to hearing it as well as whenever you need that quick guest or not so quick guest. Uh, and like you said, I'm always here to review a movie I've never seen. So it's it's great. Yeah. Um, so, Alex, thank you so much for for offering to come on this one. I I knew you'd be a good one for this, too. I mean, you did the, the Disney villains with me, which was a fun episode. So that I was knew- a lot of fun. This is kind of aligning this along the same lines, a little bit of, of childhood character. And yeah, I'm your childhood so. character kind of guy, I guess. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Wilhelm, the first of two holiday episodes for the month of December. And then we'll be into 2022 um, going forward. So, Alex, thanks again for coming on. Thank you to all the listeners who have provided great feedback of what they think of the show. Be sure to leave those reviews online if you can. And until next time, in two weeks for the Christmas Eve, Christmas annual episode, we'll see you on the next episode of Wilhelm. Take care. Ho, ho, ho.